Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. And thanks for checking out the Art of Money podcast. My name is Mark Owens alongside Art McPherson and Luke McCarty. All the information for the McPherson Financial Group. You can find it at theartofmoneyradio.com. Have you heard of the company called Regent Seven Seas? Negative. Negative. They're negative off, ghost right Negative. They are off full. a 150-night cruise that stops in 97 ports in 25 countries. It leaves Miami, ends in San Francisco, and covers over 36,000 nautical miles. Does that even sound fun? It does. From <laughs> depends what the, depends what ship it is, <laughs> but I think I would probably be done after a couple weeks. Hundred and fifty yeah. night cruise. You want to know how much this cost? Take a guess. Hundred fifty nights, um, ninety seven ports, twenty five countries. How big is the boat, and how many people are on it? It's ultra exclusive. Okay, they keep That's it limited. Why I asked the question. So all the food, all the drink, all the transportation. Literally, once you get to the airport and you give them your luggage, that's the last time you see it until you get to your room. So that's how exclusive this is. Okay, I would say at least a quarter of a million. Not that high, close though. I was going to say a hundred, but yeah, ninety-five thousand dollars per person. Two hundred for a husband and wife. That's right. Because I don't think Luke would be allowed to go without his wife. <laughs> uh, Honey, art. I, hey, I'm now you go. might be able to pull that off without Gretchen, but for 150 I'm, days, oh, she, yeah, give me a blank check and say, go have fun. I would, I would be double in size. I'd be 100. I'd be 150 pounds more. That, that's less eat. than double. All you way, can drink. <laughs> that's less than double. <laughs> but I'd put on so much weight. Stacy would have to be there to to reel me in. <laughs> but there's some people. I'm sure. I mean, 150 nights on a boat. I mean, that's probably what they they strive for i don't know if anybody strives for that mark other than you maybe because you brought it up but i think there's we definitely have a lot of clients that like to go on two three sometimes four cruises during the year yeah so budgeting for that you know because you can have a twenty five thousand dollar travel budget and still do that you know but if you're trying to go across the pond three four times a year then we got to have a lot more than twenty five thousand in the travel budget because those are expensive vacations so and that's what we're doing we're pairing up what does vacation look like what does retirement look like Luke has a famous saying in the office, every day becomes a Saturday. So you're spending, you have the tendency to spend more in retirement already. So then you want to have that extra resource, extra bucket of travel cash. Mm -hmm. Luke, you know, we've talked about some of the vacations that Art and Julie have taken earlier in the show. And obviously I'm heading to Ireland. Tell me about you, Luke. Like, what do you do to get away? What is a fun vacation to you? And don't say two hours in the theater watching Lightyear either. (laughs) That was not a vacation. Um, (laughs) We just recently went to Tiva Island. With the family, so that was fun. the The boys loved the the calm water in the Gulf. I did step on a stingray, but it didn't it didn't sting me. I think I got scared. <laughs> Most <laughs> well, of the time, did, did, most of the time, that's what happens. But I got yeah. scared. I got scared. <laughs> yeah, you're like, um, but uh, I mean, just since we're still newish to Florida, right? We've been here about three years. You know, there's still places we like to go to and things we like to see here. My family still lives in Kansas City, so we'll go back there. You know, usually once a year, but we tend to have a lot of travelers here. And so that kind of, you know, takes up some vacation time for me is, you know, going to the beach with, you know, family and friends that come here. Right. But um, no big trips planned just because my kids are so little. Right. So we're it <laughs> it's <is> hard. <laughs> it's hard to go a lot of big trip places with all the back diaper bags yeah. and the, the car carriers and all that good stuff. It is quite an ordeal. Dude, we went to Publix and the Mexican restaurant. Best vacation ever. <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> 772-281-5223. Gentleman Fed Chair Jerome Powell says that interest rates will continue to rise until inflation is under control. 
even if it causes a recession. But he also admits they were pretty much caught off guard with this. One way to say it would be, I think we now understand better how little we understand about That's inflation. That's not very reassuring. No, it, you know, but honestly, this was unpredicted. I was looking at our, um, uh, at the time of our June meeting one year ago, of the 35 uh, people who filed with a survey of professional forecasters, 34 of them had inflation below 4% for last year. And of course, it was way above 4%. Mm. So if if the so-called experts can't predict what's going to happen, what defensive steps can we take so that we have some semblance of control? Just know we're going to go through these crazy times. One of the things that Luke and I always do when we're meeting with someone the very first time, the markets have volatile sessions. They just do. We're going through one right now. We're in a six-month bear market right now. The market's trying to find a bottom as we speak, but... It's been six months. You know, when you look back where you were in December, the market is way off. And depending how aggressive you are, depends on how much you're off. So if you're in a lot of small cap, mid cap, international, you may be off 20, 25, 30 percent. If you were pretty balanced in your portfolio, normally you're not a big risk taker. You still may be off 15 to 20 percent right now because the bond markets have been off so much. So it's been a very weird year. But Luke and I, we always try to have non-correlated assets in our in our mixture for our clients where if the market starts one of these dives, not everything is going in that tandem way. You know, we just don't want everything acting the same way. Typically, bonds are a good hedge. This year, that's not been the case. So you've got to have things in your portfolio that are not going down. And we try very, very hard to make sure we've got good pieces of a portfolio that are segmented to be able to protect principal. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Art was spot on with some of his, his numbers right there about what the market's done this year or what it hasn't done. You know, it's kind of gone in the wrong direction. But back to Jerome Powell. <laughs> so Here this, it comes. Is, this is the Federal Reserve, right, who, who manages the, you know, the fiscal policy of our government and gets to print money. They also get to kind of take the money away when they when they sell things on the open market, when they buy things back. Right. They, they have a lot of ability in how they help manage the economy and how they help control inflation Mm -hmm. for them to be as surprised as they were is very unfortunate Um, we don't have all the data points that they do anything we see from the fed is after the fact so they should know a heck of a lot more than we do but if you think about it since 2008 2009 they have printed nine trillion dollars so from their defense i guess the first you know five or six trillion didn't really do much but it wasn't really all at once. Now the 2008 and nine, they printed a bunch. And then over that, you know, the last 15 years, they printed quite a bit, but to print $4 trillion in less than two years, they should have seen it coming. And they are way behind the curve when it comes to raising rates. Didn't I see that California is adding another inflation check? I didn't see they're adding another, but I, I saw a stat where, I don't know, 10 to 15 states are doing it. Giving out more money to help fight inflation? Yep. Yeah, which causes inflation. <laughs> right. Correct. So, which is one of the things that is kind of, Luke was being very kind, but, <laughs> you know, the Fed knows, you know, monetary policy, and they know that when they raise rates, it causes the economy to slow down. When they lower rates, the economy speeds up. And what do we have during COVID? We had 
Trump put in about $4 trillion through the economy. He did a lot with uh, small business loans, things like that. Uh, but then Biden came back in and had about another $3.5 trillion in the economy. And we had checks going to people. So mm-hmm. we had, you know, checks going to the families. We had a lot of people say, I don't need a check, but they still got a check. You know, it was based on income levels. So we had a lot of money flowing to directly to the public. If you look at any expert over time, when you print money and put it in the hands of the public, that is inflation. Period. Mm-hmm. So when the governments or the states right now that are going to do the same thing, that's just going to cause more inflation in their state and cause more trouble. Because what happens, the market will dictate prices. Because when prices go up or interest rates go up, typically things will slow back down. We buy less. But if you give people free money, then they have no reason to slow down. So they still spend and it keeps the prices higher. So it, it's just not a smart move from that standpoint. But understand how they're trying to help people that have been hit hard because of inflation, but that's not going to solve inflation. R. McPherson, you were talking about stocks and bonds a couple of seconds ago, and we've always been told that that 60-40 mix of stocks to bonds in your 401k is good for the design of your portfolio, but with uh, being down over 15%, are stocks, bonds, is the 60-40 method, is that still a good design? It can be a good design. You just have to be able to stomach the volatility of it. So, you know, typically the reason we do a 60-40 split is you don't have all of your money in the stock market. So when you have a correction like this, typically you'll have money that is protected. Right now, though, most people in their 401ks, you know, they might be in target retirement funds. They might be in bond funds, high yield funds. All of those have gotten hit at the exact same time because as the Fed was raising interest rates, they put pressure on the par value of bonds. So bonds dropped dramatically. So even if you're in inflation protected bonds, it didn't matter. You had a better yield, but the actual value in your accounts were dropping because of rates. So you can see a target retirement fund that typically would only go down three or 4% in kind of a, a negative cycle because the bonds that were in it are down 14, 15, 16% right now, which is very uncommon. So it's been a tough time. The magic of having not all of your money in the market is so that when we do have a correction, you can put a better percentage into the stock market right now and kind of ride it back up as it starts to rebound. But it's just not one of those years where that has worked well, unless you have other investments that are not down right now, which Luke and I try to put in our clients' portfolios. Yeah. So we've we've said this several times over the past year and a half that we think that the the run and the bond market is over. So from 1980 till call it last year, it was good to own a bond. Now it's not really that great to own a bond as rates are going up. So your traditional 60-40 portfolio, you know, going forward, it may look more like a 60-20-20. You may need 20% alternatives in there or 20% from something that doesn't fluctuate in value. You know, whether that be, you know, a structured product, an annuity product, you know, farmland, storage facilities, multifamily housing. I mean, there's a lot of things out there that doesn't fluctuate. The hard part with that 20%, if we're doing a 60-20-20, is finding one that doesn't fluctuate. So that's what we do here. So we always have that bucket of money that does not fluctuate daily with the stock market. What does your portfolio look like? What adjustments need to be made? That conversation with Art McPherson, Luke McCarty, no cost, no obligation to you. So if you're in that retirement red zone five years out or five years into retirement, and you just have some questions about if you're making the right moves, give the team a call. Again, that consultation is no cost to you. 772 281 
23. And you just mentioned it, though, that, you know, we're in a bear market right now. And there could be some opportunities during this time. I want you to hear this clip from Morningstar's Christine Benz. She talks about some of the opportunities that could work well for you. The reason why it's advantageous to do a conversion when the market's down is that depresses your balance and that depresses the taxes that you'll owe when you do the conversion. Because the hitch with conversions, as attractive as they seem, is that you will owe taxes on any appreciation in your account or any funds that you've put in on a pre-tax basis. So there will be taxes due on conversions, but generally speaking, if your balance is depressed a little bit, that's a good time to think about doing a conversion. So Christine's talking about a bear market Roth conversion specifically, and it sounds a little complicated. So Art Luke, do you recommend that big lump sum conversion or smaller ones spread out over a long period of time? It depends on your tax situation. This is why we have Mark Bernard in our office. He's our CPA. He's meeting with our clients over the next couple months to have the discussion of Roth conversions. From a market perspective, now's a great time to do a Roth conversion. You know, for instance, you could convert, you know, shares of Google today, you know, around $2,300 a share. You know, this is pre-split. Or, you know, this last year in December, you could have done it at $3,000 a share. So you're able to get the discount on the stock and you convert the whole stock over into the Roth when the stock just gets back to where it was earlier this year, it's going to be tax-free. So that's the benefit of doing the Roth. And that's what Mark is sitting down with our clients and looking at is it makes a ton of sense now to do a Roth conversion. To answer your question, big lump sums are over several years. We're really focusing in on the Trump tax cut era, which expires in 2026. So now is the time to do them. You have you know another three, four years of conversions ahead of you potentially. Yeah. And one of the things that Mark will look at is he looks at when we're doing a Roth conversion, not breaking out of your current bracket. You know, so if you have some headroom in the 12 percent bracket, we'll do that. If you have some headroom in the 22 percent bracket where you live, we'll do that. So we're trying to have it convert at the lowest possible rate for our client. And there's a sweet spot that Mark talks about that if we can get enough money converted over when they do those distributions um, later in life, we can solve the required minimum distribution that that IRAs are required to have. You do not have that on Roth conversions. So once we have converted that to a Roth, you don't have those rules. And then also, if we get the income low enough, we can literally have what Mark calls a perfect tax return where all your income is pretty much tax-free and then you get your income low enough where you're not even paying tax on your social security benefits. So it really is, it takes some time. It's not an overnight process, but if we can get our clients there, I mean, it's the magic spot basically. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not 
a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number A174725. Today's show has been a work of art. 